Garfiri Japan. Impact episode of Got Faded Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Missy. Hello. Scotty. That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Faded Japan is about uno, dos, tres, each, Nissan, one, two, three, three dudes, booze. She's not a dude. She's a dude tonight. Okay. All right. You're, you're kind of a dude, right? Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, she rolls. Three dudes. Three dudes, booze, Japan. Actually, we're rocking a lot. We got beers, we got wines, we got Nihon shoes. We got a lot of booze tonight. And uh, yeah, this is episode number uh, wait, two dudes, booze, Japan. And then it is 629. 629. Actually, close. We It's 628. 628. That's right, 628 episodes under our black belt. Lucky number. Yeah, it is. Is it really? Uh, 8675309 is the episode we're going to stop on, by the way. <laughs> Jenny says so. <laughs> mm. And um, faders tonight, um, we've got uh, some great news because Scott is joining the show. And Scott, we're going to talk to you about scary movies because we all love fucking horror movies. And we're going to talk to you a little bit about your band. But before we go there, we got some other news that we have to attend to. The first news is, well, all right, this is really, this is a, kind of a bummer way to start the show. Um, okay. Um, a really good friend, his name is Harrison. He was the co-host of the Sick and Wrong podcast, plus the podcast, Let's Kill Ourselves, recently passed away. And um, yeah, dude, broke my heart, Harrison. Dude, wherever you are, man, fucking we love you. And uh, just let's give him a kanpai. Cheers. Cheers. Rest in peace, Harrison. Uh, yeah, an awesome guy. Yeah, I knew him before he started podcasting. Oh, man, that's how long I've known him. Oh, geez. Great guy. Got faders. Check out Sick and Wrong. You probably already know about it. D. Simon and uh, Harrison. Now D's with Kate Rambo. Wonderful person. Beautiful co-host. But um, before that, it was Harrison. And that guy was fucking awesome. Broke my heart when he passed away. Okay. All right. So we've got that news. And uh, now the next news. Next on the agenda. Um, yes. Um, our friend and fellow co-host Jeremy uh, has left the show because he's going to focus on his bar in Fukuoka. We wish him the best of luck and we hope all good things happen to Jeremy. And um, yeah, dude, fucking if you guys are going to open a bar or start a bar, apparently Fukuoka is the place to be right now because Fukuoka is happening. A lot of tech companies are moving there. A lot of international people are moving there. And there's no international bars there at all, except for Jeremy's Bar. And apparently they're making money hand over fist, man. They're making so much money. It is good. 
So fucking, yeah, dude, I think that's how I'm going to retire. When I retire, I'm going to open a bar there because, holy smokes, there's like no competition. Beers, when you come to Japan, you don't want to be an English teacher. You don't want to work at a bank. You don't want to be fucking, oh, what else do they do? Mm. I don't know. Prostitution, I guess. Prostitution, well, that's not too bad. But yeah. Actually, it is a good job. It's better if you're the bottom bitch, though, apparently. I've never been a bottom bitch, but that, that's that's the way to be, I guess. But uh, yes, definitely. I mean, there's that. But uh, yes, opening your own bar and being your own man is definitely the way to go. I mean, Scotty and I, we almost bought a bar a while ago. We almost went out of business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You don't want to open a bar in Tokyo. No way. The place is oversaturated with international bars. Right? I mean, there, there's a good idea. Not a good idea. There's already a lot of international bars here that are absolutely fantastic. I mean, there's, I mean, there's what the Dickens, there's Soul Food House, there's Harry's, uh, pretty much all our sponsors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I spoke to Jeremy about, because um, I was thinking about opening my bar in mm-hmm. Nakamegro here, and he said he looked into it already. So we, we talked about that. Yeah. Bit. And and it just, the numbers just, it, it doesn't work out. It's very difficult. Mm. You know, and Fukuoka makes sense. So I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Mm. You know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I swear to God, you know, I mean, if you're French, if you're Mexican, if you're Italian, go to Fukuoka and open an international bar. Right now, there's like no international bars apparently there, are like no good ones. So if you go there, everybody that's living there that wants to go to an international bar, your bar is going to be the place. That's the thing to do. I mean, when you come to Japan, actually, if I was coming to Japan and I wanted to have my own business, I would get a job as an English teacher just to get the visa. Then once I got the visa, what I would do is I'd get a part-time or night job, nighttime job at fucking like a, some kind of a bar or restaurant, learn the ropes, learn the ropes of how like the whole industry works here in Japan, because it works a little bit different in Japan compared to other countries. And then from there, move to Fukuoka and open business, open shop and make a million dollars. Holy smokes. I talked to Germany. He's like, man, it is great here. Dude, absolutely. That's the thing to do. Open a bar in Fukuoka, an international bar. Holy smokes. What are your thoughts, Scott? What am I doing with my life? I should just go there and open a bar. I'm going to open a bar. Missy, what do you think? Well, it's funny you should mention visas because I thought, you know, like like you said, you have to be a, you know an English teacher, get a job or have a college degree or this or that. But <laughs> I was actually talking to one of the faders, as in Got Faded Japan listener. Um, who messaged me and I was talking to him and he said that you can actually get a visa in Japan just from going to um, a Japanese language school. So there's like, there, there are packages available where you go, there's a dormitory, you can stay there if you want to, you don't have to, this or that, the other, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you learn Japanese as you're there, you're a student. And then at the same time, you're allowed to work up to a certain amount of hours. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know, I mean, the, the sky's the limit here. So I always thought getting a visa here was ridiculously difficult. I didn't know about this plan, the learning Japanese plan. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like the way to go. And then, I mean, most bars and restaurants, I mean, they don't have you on the books. You're pretty much paid under the table. So, I mean, you can learn the ropes and how to open your own business doing yeah, that, you know? Exactly. Right. And then go to Fukuoka and make it rich. Holy smokes, dude. And then... Go back to your home country and buy a couple of houses, I guess. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Yes. Get rich in Fukuoka. Buy an international bar. That's what you got to do. It's a new 49er place, man. Oh, my you God. Oh. gold. I swear to God. Yeah, dude. I mean, smell, holy smokes. That's what you got to do. Go to Fukuoka. Open a bar. 
and fucking boom, business is good. When business is good, business is good. Boom. Yeah, that's right. Mm. All right. You know, I feel like you guys aren't as like high tension as I am right now. Let's fucking chug these drinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers, man. Ah. All right. We are getting faded. It's Friday night right now. And um, yes. Um, you drank wine out of a sake cup. I drink wine. That's all I got right now. I got a beer right there. I've got a little sake cup and I got a bottle of sake. I got a wine. But, you know, I mean, the wine and sake that we have is absolutely fantastic. This is Desai 45, which is like one of my favorite sakes or Nihonshus. This one right here is absolutely fantastic. Have you had this before? Fantastic. Before? Yeah, just now. Just now? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. It's so good that it's almost creepy. Hey, speaking of creepy things, don't we have something on the agenda regarding creepy things? <laughs> Missy, what are we supposed to talk about tonight? Horror. Horrors. We love ho- Wait, horrors or horrors? I like both. Like both. Oh, we like both. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here for the horrors. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about scary movies, all right? Uh, <laughs> I've already done this. I misread everything. I've already done the same, you know, like Abbott and Costello act accidentally with my brother. Like back in the day, mm-hmm. like when I was like younger, I was telling my brother, oh my God, I went to this like awesome horror house. It was the best. It was the best horror house ever. And it went on and on and on and on. I'm talking about a haunted house. Yeah. And my brother's like, really like my sister does this kind of thing you know and then it just went on and on and on like, <laughs> it sounded like you said whorehouse yeah exactly there were hookers everywhere it was frightening and i was like well you know this one, and he's like like what kind of people were in there i'm like well they didn't have real people they had dolls you know in, in this particular one and he's like dolls <laughs> you know, that's new it just went on and on yeah. In Japan, the dolls are kind of realistic these days. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably is a whorehouse with dolls in Japan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think there are, actually. <laughs> uh, we could call Mr. Y. Like, Mr. Y, is that true? He's like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yes, uh, we want to talk a little bit about scary movies, about hoa movies. And, um, yes, uh, I want to talk about hoa movies in Japan and Japanese hoa movies plus all other things horror just because... I'm sitting with two experts in horror. Scotty watches a, a phenomenal amount of scary movies. I love scary movies. And Missy, um, holy smokes, you know everything about everything regarding scary movies. And um, yes, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about a little bit before we get into the news. We're going to keep it interesting. Um, before we talk about Western scary movies, I want to talk about Japanese scary movies. So, Scott, what is your favorite Japanese scary movie? My favorite Japanese scary movie... It's not so scary, but it's horror. Don't say Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla's <laughs> horror, right? It technically, yeah. That is yeah, science fiction. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, I would say a um, movie called Battle Royale. Ooh. Uh, it was nice. made in 2000, right? And um, uh, it's uh, some cult classic, right? Yeah. It is, you know, Battle Royale. It's kind of like the Hunger Games. I never saw the Hunger Games, but you can see the similarities to it where you have a group of people who are, you know, abducted <laughs> by the army or a government, and these people have to kill each other, and then the last one remaining is the winner, right? So yeah. The survivor. This is what this movie is all about. No spoilers or anything like that. 
You can't. Yeah. Battle Royale's like 22 years old. <laughs> it's 22 years old. Like Squid Games or something. It's, it's not, which it's which I haven't like seen, it. by the way. Um, it's, it's like, um, you know, it's, it's not like the Squid Games or Borderland and, or Alice in Borderland. Alice in you know? Borderland, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Alice in Borderland and Squid Games, kind of like the same concept where you're playing games to survive. Well, this one is you get to kill everybody. Right, and you have a neck brace on your neck, and if you try to remove it or you try to escape or anything, you know it gets blown up. Oh, like the Schwarzenegger movie, The Running Man. Yeah, like The Running Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of exactly like that, but cool. Not exactly, but like it was. It's kind of funny because I saw this movie in Japanese sub, or excuse me, Japanese language with the English subtitles, and then I rewatched it with um, English dub. And it's one of the worst, like, don't ever watch it first in English dubbing because it's, it, it's not serious. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, golly, we're going to die, maybe. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> you, wow, oh, my God, you have murdered that person. <laughs> you are a bad person. You are going to hell. And I'm no. like, what? <laughs> like, it's going get any better, like voice actors for this it's it's, it's kind of like it's worse than godzilla you know so but, uh, it goes both ways then yeah it goes both because ways. i always think every time i watch like an american movie with the japanese um voiceover i'm just like like oh my god i'm dying inside you know i, I think it does go both ways but i, I haven't did. seen the opposite I, i've kind of seen the opposite because you know i dated a bunch of japanese girls and they say hey um this is that they rather watch, you know, uh, with the Japanese subtitles and English, mm. you know, I think it's both ways, but I'm not sure. Mm. Because, you know, and Japanese, you know, anime character, you know, the animation, it's really voice acting. Yeah. It's pretty good. You know? sure, yeah. But um, no, this English dubbing was yeah. horrible. But like, um, <laughs> it made it look really comical. In, in general, I feel like it shouldn't be done. I guess like the only reason for me that, you know, I was, I was seeing like some of this stuff is because like I was like really fucked up and drunk and like I couldn't like change my remote mm. to, to change the, the um, whatever you call that thing with the voice coming in. Because I mean, it was like, I'm watching, for example, like Police Academy, and it's in Japanese. And so I'm like, all right, I'll sit through this. And it's like, you know, the scene when they're like marching or um, like, and they're doing the Brady Bunch song in, in one of the police academies. Mm. And I then, remember the first one. Yeah. And in Japanese, they're saying like, we're going to do a barbecue with Jaws and Jaws is going to be the barbecue meal that we're <laughs> going to eat. And I'm like, what in the fuck? And I'm like, I can't. This is tripping me out. I have to like turn it off right now. Right, Level yeah. of like, why are human beings on earth like this? You know, <laughs> like, like why? It scares that scares me more than any other horror movie I've ever seen. Like watching Police Academy in Japanese, the number one scariest movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you also wonder how those translations. But sometimes when you're watching the Japanese subs and the English, you know, dubbing, like you always wonder how they translate motherfucking eat shit bitch or <laughs> something like that right yeah you so kind of wonder like in the bottom what does that translate to whoever decided that brady bunch should be like a jaws barbecue like some fucking fucked up crazy psychopath yeah. that they're just doing that definitely i would love to go to a jaws barbecue <laughs> that <laughs> would be the biggest most awesome barbecue <laughs> ever i met trump once and it was good do you eat jaws <laughs> is he on the barbecue wait do we get eaten by jaws is it like a flip thing or i don't know everything's backwards i don't know mm. Mm. shark must taste good 
Oh, I got to say, though, I think, you know, a long time ago, like in the um, 90s and uh, early 2000s, I think anime translation from English to Japanese and Japanese to English was more spot on. And movies were a little bit more, I don't know, off, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I remember being younger, like younger. I remember like the 1990s. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> I'm the old one here. Uh, yeah, I do look the youngest though. But um, I remember, I remember. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, if I could insult all my guests. Um, but um, yeah, I remember like in the 90s, like watching like Akira, Ghost in the Shell and Bubblegum Crisis and a bunch of other stuff. And I remember the translations, it's just like the voiceovers being like really amazing. And then when I came to Japan and I started watching like DVDs where they had English options, like I saw like the movie Ping Pong and like, yeah, it was exactly like what you were saying. It's like, oh no, we should go to school now. Why should we go to school? Because school is where we learn. Oh, that's a good idea. It's Let's very, go. very you know? basic English. <laughs> you, know you have an axe in your head. Yeah, you you know should take it really out. Difficult. I know. In, in Japan, I, I don't know about now, but at least like a few years ago, it was mm-hmm. like the fucking titles of the movies are so way off. Oh, they yeah. still are. They still so are. I, yeah, I remember, are. like, when I first got to Japan, like, and I was, like, at, um, what, Japanese Blockbuster, which is Tsutaya or whatever, and I was, yeah. like, I, I couldn't find what I wanted to find, which was basketball. Oh, oh that movie. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I yeah. watched a clip the other day about that. Really? Because they're coming out with that new film. Oh, shit, I yeah. must watch it. Yes. So I was there, and I went to the clerk. I'm, like, do you have basketball? And he's looking at me like, what? what? You mean like Sam Yeah, no, he, he looks at me <laughs> and he like literally like says, um, ah, basketball desne. I'm like, no. And he's like, Leonardo DiCaprio, Basketball Diaries. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. No, no, but yeah, I'll no. take that one. And we're going through every <laughs> single fucking thing that sounds like basketball or baseball. Mm. You know, and he's like, oh, Major League, Charlie Sheen. Uh, and, and this guy's thinking. Getting closer. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this guy is thinking this dumb fucking foreigner doesn't even know how to pronounce the word basketball or right, baseball. Right, right. This, this <laughs> fucking asshole. And I'm, yeah, and I'm, I'm going baseball. And finally, at the end, like, you know, it turns out to be something like you men or dream something. You know, like, yeah, they totally make shit yeah. up like the. Jito dreams of balls. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody, yeah, like that. Yeah, at the end of the day. And he's like, oh, Ball we don't dream. have it. You know, as I'm walking out the store, you know, it's there on the shelf sort mm-hmm. of situation. So, you know, that's it. That's why I never ask. <laughs> <laughs> I just go and look for an hour. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's wild. Mm. Basketball, man. That brings back memories. Anyway, going back to Battle Royale. I think I feel like the Twitch is being possessed. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, I think Twitch is being possessed. You know, your house is haunted, so let me oh, see what I can totally. do. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I'm the reason it's haunted. You know, this house was like the sun shiniest, most brightest, nicest place. When mm. I was looking into uh, renting, and then me here for like two weeks, I brought those spirits from the last house back to it happens. Well, it happens. So, Battle Royale. Johnny, what is your favorite Japanese horror movie? Okay, let's see. I'm just hooking up this stream, this Twitch real quick. Oh, God, Twitch. Why do people like Twitch so much? You know, I don't think it's all that great. 
There we go. Um, boom. <laughs> Last time you're like, yeah, Twitch sucks. <laughs> Twitch fucking sucks. <laughs> you mean it's so fucking recording? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's live now. Yeah. yeah, it's live now. No, no, no. no. I mean, when we first did Twitch, the Twitch got all fucked up. And it's just like my, it's a long fucking story. I mean, the camera got messed up and everything got messed up, whatever. And it just drove me fucking insane. So I'm fucking shaking the fucking iPad. I'm like, you goddamn son of a bitch, motherfucker. Yeah, I was recording. <laughs> I was recording. That'll be my eulogy. <laughs> now, the one thing we recorded, we forgot. The Battle Royale. The thing about what's funny about the movie is like, it comes up and it says, 15 or younger cannot watch this film. <laughs> it's like, not 18, but 15 and younger. Because I guess it's, it's based on middle school kids getting, you know, killing each other. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's unprecedented right you don't see that in america where kids are killing each other in films and, and japan has like and there's no holds barred here they do everything oh yeah so it, it's really crazy how they you know yeah they, it's kind of the standard thing though like in the states we have like nc 17 yeah that's right in japan it's 15 it's in japan it's 15 yeah, yeah. so and in the states we have more cycles I well okay, it's because we have a, a bigger population. True, more people, more psychos. Well, we have more drugs. <laughs> we have more drug more well, drugs. compared to Japan. Yeah, absolutely. There's like very little of that shit here. Like but more Satan's than devil worship. Wait, in Japan? No, in the states. No, oh, in the states. Oh, yeah. I was like Satanism in Japan. Where is this? <laughs> yes. Other than upstairs. Yeah. Never seen it. There. Never seen it here. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've been to seen this bar before. Actually, great place. Gotta take you guys there. Okay. Um, my favorite Japanese horror movie is by one of my favorite directors, Takashi Miike. Takashi Miike has made some of my favorite films. Um, Ichi the Killer, uh, Visitor Q, or was it Visitor Q? Yeah. And um, this one is, of course, The Audition. The Audition is a fantastic movie. I believe he made it in 19, I want to say 1991. It was sometime in the early 90s. And it is a fantastic horror movie. It's fantastic on so many different levels. This movie is basically about a guy whose um, his wife died previously and he's lonely. And his son, that's like a teenager, recommends that he uh, starts dating. He doesn't know how to date because he's been so far out of the scene. And of course, because this movie is from like the early 1990s, there are no smartphones. There's no Tinder, Grindr, or any of that kind of shit. So basically, this guy has to, you know, just kind of like hit the bars or whatever, and that does not work out. So he uh, hooks up with one of his friends who's a movie director. Thus, Harvey Weinstein comes into play. And um, yes, they have an audition, but the audition is for a fictitious movie. And uh, basically, um, they get, I think, like 30, 40, 50 girls to come in. And uh, the guy chooses one of the girls that he likes, and she winds up being a psychotic killer in the worst possible way oh my goodness but this movie is very interesting because it's kind of like got this uh, david lynch feel to it because the thing is when you think of like a psychotic killer movie it's basically like i mean it's like fucking like child's play or it's like fucking texas chainsaw massacre where it's just like bodies on the floor psycho there you go right but this movie is very quiet very smooth very just like very dark and and the, the camera angles and the lighting and just the art direction of this movie is absolutely just uh, terrifying the second time you watch it the first time you watch it you're just like okay where's the psychotic shit but then when you watch all the way to the very end spoilers she's a crazy bitch 
And um, yeah, once you watch that the first time, you're like, oh my God, this is so insane because, you know, she tries to kill him after he found out that she killed a bunch of other people that uh, she particularly loved. She's kind of like a Black Widow person, to be honest. But um, yes, it's absolutely fantastic. Have you guys seen this movie? No. I know. I haven't. I've heard about it, but I've actually never seen it. You've never seen, I want to see it. Sounds great. You've never seen. Oh my gory, god! Gory, right? right? It's not exactly gory. Like there's only like blood and like mayhem. The last like ten minutes, or last like five minutes of the uh, movie. Oh, somebody's here. It says Rowdy Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy Thirteen. Rowdy Rowdy Thirteen. Welcome to Got Vintage Japan. All right, Rowdy Piper. We got hey. him on Twitch. Oh my god, I love Rowdy. Yeah, Rowdy me too, Piper. man. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. He is funny. Welcome to the Piper's Pit. That's right. And the audition is absolutely not funny. You got to watch it two times. No. <laughs> you got to watch it two times. <laughs> if it's English dubbed, I bet it's funny. <laughs> I am going to cut your foot off. No, don't do that. My foot is very necessary. You are, no. You are cutting my throat. Please don't do that. Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I highly recommend this movie. It's it's one of the best Japanese movies. And it's a Takashi Miike top three. Mm. Okay, so Very that's scary. my favorite scary movie. You guys, I can't believe you guys haven't seen that. You've never seen the audition. No. You've never seen the audition. Can we can watch it tonight. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Yay. Oh my god, it's great. But the thing is, like the first, like the first, I guess seventy five percent of the movie is kind of like a romantic movie, right? Where this guy he's got, yeah. got he's lonely and he's trying to find a girl and she's lonely. But then you know the last like ten minutes, it's just fucking mayhem. Dude. So you gotta watch. An hour and 40 minutes. No, no, no. We'll just watch the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Just to, yeah. Just to get okay. to that point. <laughs> just to get to that point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Missy, I'm intrigued. What is your favorite scary movie in Japan? Yeah. Um, I guess the one where I get these two guys. In, Basketball? In my... Scary if you watch it sober. <laughs> Oh man, I was I was gonna say you were sitting right next to me <laughs> as we film on my um, casting couch right here. <laughs> well, I didn't get that. What? No, I didn't get that. <laughs> on the casting couch. But I drink half a bottle of Nihonshu, so I don't know what's going on. What? Nothing. Um, no, I didn't say that. Slow That's down, not bro. real. Speed up. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Um, no, you were talking about auditions, so I said you know on the casting couch. Yeah, which this couch is. Couch. Oh. What? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was your chat too. <laughs> no, um, none of that's good. We're on a casting couch. No, that's gonna happen. Don't worry. Oh, um, my favorite fucking Japanese. Yeah, that would be really um, weird. I guess. Well, oh, oh no. Okay, so I was talking about this uh, what last night with you guys. Fucking um, guinea pig, flowers of flesh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I've never seen that. Well, so tell us, what's the synopsis of this movie? Well, basically, all of you out there, if you want to watch it, Charlie Sheen saw this movie, and he actually thought it was a snuff film, and he, like, freaked out, and he, like, Start went smoking to the- crack. <laughs> That's why yeah. he became the way he is yeah. now. <laughs> He's like, I've seen the darkness. Yes. I can only go up from here. Yeah, and he, he actually ended up freaking out and like sending a copy to the FBI. Charlie it. Sheen did that? Yes, he did. So look it up. Flowers of Flesh slash Guinea. Well, I guess Guinea Pig is the Japanese title. And then, you know, 
the opposite mm. what, what I was complaining about. Oh, Japanese people fucked the titles up. So the Americans, I guess, named it Flowers of Flesh. So that's yeah, not close I mean, at all. <laughs> so, so I, I mean, I saw it when I was in high school. Right, I haven't seen it in many, many years because I'm I'm real fucking old. Okay, I look I, I look younger than I am. Jeez. <laughs> and so, but from what I remember, what like I that sticks into my mind, like sometimes when I can't sleep at night, you know, is like the season like some guy with like a chicken and like a girl tied down in a bed, and he's just like um, dissecting her, basically, right? Yeah, like a guinea pig. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's kind of, he has like the, 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 um, armor that samurais use, like the kabuto, which I would yeah. say is like, mm. like the thing you put on your head and so on and so forth. And then I remember him like walking on like a street in front of a convenience store trying to like, you know, approach a girl to be like, hey, come to my house. And then we can, you know, do what we're about to do sort of situation. So he nampas girls. And then brings them to his house, mm -hmm. and then he dissects them. Yeah. And that's what the whole movie's about? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like an abstract psycho. It's like a sexy snuff film. Yeah. Oh, it's not I agree with Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, I'm with you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, fine. The reason why I like it, obviously, it's like not done well. Like the, like the plot, or, well, okay, no, it's done well for what it is, but like it's not like, oh, the the plot like led to a blistering conclusion that you know made me you know, excited about mm -hmm. whatever the story was the reason why i liked it was because like it had like an impact on me yeah like in high school like it, it, it fucking it affected it, you it, it, yeah it disturbed me wow yeah. which is the, the same reason why my favorite um movie to this day is the exorcist which is why i got the tattoo right here like you know, one of the first big tattoos I ever got in my life was The Exorcist. It's a great tattoo. tattoo. Was because that was another movie that impacted me. Like when I was like a little kid, like five years old, my mother was like, you know, you can never watch The Exorcist because if you watch it, you'll get possessed by the devil. So my mother was like super, like really, really Christian. And um, that sort of stuff used to intrigue me as a kid. You know, and it scared me. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't watch The Exorcist, I guess, because it, it would possess me, right? And then five years old, I'm, like, thinking about it. I can't sleep at night. I'm like, it will possess me if I watch it, so I can't do it. It's like a forbidden yeah, for, thing. Yeah, like and then, yeah, and then <laughs> next thing you know, you know, at five years old, you know, when my I'm all alone in the house, I'm, like, like sneaking into my brother's bedroom, getting the VHS mm. of The Exorcist, and like putting it in the VCR and watching it. Cause that's like what I was like when I was five years old. So we're all five years right? old? Yeah, five years yeah. old. Oh shit. Okay, well, that was early. That's yeah. pretty early, yeah. Did, yeah. You, get a, did you get a phone call? No, no, it says I, you are possessed now <laughs> in five days. If, if it was the ring, it would have been. If it was, but somehow the exorcist did that to me because my mother said it would fuck me up when I was five. So I watched it when I was five. And literally, like, I mean, fucked you up. Less than yeah. a week. Less that would than, fuck anybody. Less yeah. than a week after I watched The Exorcist, right? And my mother said, if I, my mother said, if I watched it, I would get possessed. Somehow the the devil was going to come into me by being aware of these sort of mm -hmm. things. Less than a week later, I'm like laying in my bed. I'm like nobody knows that I watched The Exorcist while everyone was gone. <laughs> oh my goodness! Fucking earthquake. <laughs> 
when I'm in my bed trying to sleep at night, fucking earthquake, and the bed's like, like you know, moving. And I'm like, like the exorcist. I'm, yeah, and I was like, it's <laughs> so happening. Levitating. Yeah, I was like, it, here it comes. It's uh, happening. That's scary. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was that the 1994 earthquake? Oakland. Right? Is that it? No. No, she. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. That she's. Uh, I, from don't, yeah, I don't even know when it was. Oh, in like, Japan. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, this this earthquake actually. This was this was I think in New York or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So small. Oh no, Delaware. Delaware. No, I don't know. You were living in Delaware at that time. No, I wasn't living, but you know, I have like mm-hmm. all my relatives are American stuff. So mm-hmm. like basically, my like constantly, I was if I was in Hawaii or Delaware or California or whatever, like I was somewhere else. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Huh. So, Hawaii. An earthquake in Delaware? You were possessed. It's scary. Yeah. No, no, Delaware doesn't have earthquakes. I know. Yeah, no, no, no. You Delaware doesn't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> what comes out of Delaware except for people that listen to this show? Thank you. Thank well, you, it was somewhere. Nonetheless, if it wasn't an earthquake, then something was happening because my bed was like bouncing up and down. No, you were possessed. Your mom was right. You should have listened to your mother. Yeah, your mom was right. You should have listened. Faders, listen to your mother. She knows what she's talking about. For all you five-year-old faders out there getting faded with us. Don't watch The Exorcist. (laughs) Listen to your mother. Oh, man. Oh, God. You know, speaking of The Ring, I'm really glad that you guys did not say The Ring was your favorite movie because, oh, my gosh, I think that movie was great the first time you saw it, but it was just so overplayed where everybody's talked about The Ring. And whenever anybody says, like, their favorite scary movie is The Ring, I'm just like, oh, I just have no respect for you at all because, I mean, Jesus. But everyone says, like, the Japanese version is, uh, anyway, if you're a Japanese the Japanese version is more scary to them, whereas the American version is actually more scary to me. Really? Like, you know, like it's it's like I don't like think Japanese ghosts or Japanese uh, supernatural is that scary. Because yeah, you're it, like, scared of what you're not used to, right? Exa- exactly. Well, you're scared of what you're used to, maybe, right? Like, so if you're yeah. in the States, like it's like, I don't know, I just think they do it better there, you know? I don't know. I saw the like Japanese. It doesn't scare me at all. It doesn't. I saw the Japanese ring when I was in college. Well, I am 35, so I was 35. But. <laughs> well, the Japanese ring creeped the fuck out of me. Well, for I was too. really scared for a while when I saw it. But I saw that one when I was like a sophomore in college, my second year of college. But I saw it with Japanese friends, and it was the Japanese one that. Actually, I think it had English subtitles, to be honest. I think maybe they got it from Japantown or something. And it, it didn't freak me out. I was like, oh, my God, guys. But I was like, whoa, shit. That was like an impressive movie coming out of Japan. Like, I, I didn't know the quality of, like, movies coming out of Japan were that good, was that good. And, and keep in mind, this is, like, 1996, you know? So. Right. But keep in mind, like, you know, if you're watching so many horror movies and so many supernatural films, like, we're at, you know, how old we are now. Yeah. Is anything scary these days? Yeah. Yeah, well, even like rings still. Well, everything seems like new films. It gives you the heebie-jeebies. Oh, the new films. Oh, okay. Like anything newer, like the old film, the yeah, Exorcist. Well, you know what? If you have the five. Op- if you have the Oculus, though, they have the Exorcist VR. I have it. Need oh, please and can I'm, I go to I the have house? not tried it. Yet, oh my god, please! I want to, but like I had a preview of doing that. Yeah. 
Oh my God, it's worse than oh, the movie. Jesus yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to do okay. it now. Okay, yeah. so I, I'll bring it over. I next thought week. I was your friend until just now. Oh, You've no. been holding out this. I no, no, need no. this. You brought this. wine. I haven't done it yet, but I will bring it over next time. Yes. And oh my God. I you guys will this. try this out, and it's it's fucking creepy. It's fucking scary. Yeah. yeah. Please, I yeah. will hold my breath until that. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. Awesome. I'll just watch oh, you guys back to your five-year-old. Uh... <laughs> God, I love it. I love scaring mm. myself. Um, but, oh, yeah, no. When I saw the ring, you know, like, uh, there's those, like, really, like, artistic scenes where she's, like, someone's, like, oh, some dude in hell's, like, pointing and he's got, like, cloth on his head. And he's mm. doing, like, weird shit like that. Like, mm. that, that sort of stuff, that's, like, my dreams, basically, every night. Right, that sort of thing. It creeps me out. It scares me. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> that's you're kind of like a way to scary dream, like a, like a nightmare, or is that nightmare. like a good dream? No, no, nightmare. My nightmare is going appreciate. to like the supermarket and losing like my list. I'm like, fuck, did I need to buy eggs or milk? Shit. I get that too, yeah. but I enjoy that. I don't get that. I don't get that I'm naked. You get the comedy, na- the comedy. Yeah, I, I get that I'm in hell, and there's some yeah. guy from the ring with. A, uh, like a thing on his head pointing and and like that that's pretty, yeah and there's like fingernails you're like, early yeah <laughs> and I'm like oh jesus christ you're not dead yet <laughs> go back to life yeah oh. dreams of hell no no, no. oh that's insane that's no. insane yeah let me in school though i forgot what i was going with that well i feel, I feel like there was a, a point to that Oh, we're all kind of faded. It's fucking super late at night. So let's just keep it going. Yeah, we are fucking mad drunk. Okay, um, let me see. All right, what about like good movies that you've seen recently that are scary? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Um, Yeah, I saw Us. uh, Hereditary, basically. And the only, okay, so modern movies, right? As in like, you know, 2000s and more. Like my fate, one of my, fa- of course, Exorcist is my favorite in Antichrist. You got to talk right into the microphone. Your voice is, no. Antichrist is, of course, one of my favorite movies ever. Lars von Trier, Antichrist. Yeah, that's what, um, oh. I forget his name. Lars von Trier, Will William Defoe. And that was lovely. I mean, Antichrist is just, I mean, beautiful. But, um, yeah, no, no, Hereditary um, was one of those modern movies, which I saw, you know, and then it was like, freaked me out so much because the mother in that movie reminded me so much of my own mother. No way. Especially the part where the, the um, mother is like running up. Um, the stairs and then like bashing her head, you know, and you know. Upstairs. Oh my God, was she possessed? Yeah, oh, and, 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 she, and she's hitting her head. Yeah, she's hitting her head on the roof. And then, no, but you know, my mother when I was a little kid, my mother would always. My mother was super, super, you know, Christian Jesus all the time. But sometimes little things would slip where she would be like, you know, I think your grandmother, as in her mother. She'd say, you know, Christine, you know, my birth name's Christine, so my mother's in Christ. Um, she'd be like, your grandmother is a closet Satanist. I know this. I've seen it. And she does mind control to us. And my mother would say stuff like that to me when I was a little kid, you know? Is there a way, wait, she's like, 
I think your grandmother is a closet Satanist. Yeah. Don't watch The Exorcist. All right, go to bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what my mother was like. Wow. Yeah, all the time. So, so it's like kind of reverse psychology. Oh yeah, maybe. You know, so my mother was so you know I collect Ouija boards, right? Yeah, you got a lot. And um, that was something I started doing on my own, like without you know I didn't really know, but like later you know as I was in high school and stuff, my mother was like I used to have a Ouija board that I used to use all the time, and I got like in like increasingly serious intel from, and I used it all the time, and you know my mother would tell this to me. Intel, yeah, and like all stuff about her life and stuff. You know? So, when you say a widget board, how many widget boards do you actually own? Do I have yeah. um a lot, but I mean, it's not just widget boards, they're all well. different brands and all that stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, um, you know, merch like widget board merch, you know, like salt and pepper shakers, yeah, and Parker like Bros, lunch boxes, and <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Isn't it funny that they make widget boards? Like they make Monopoly, yeah. they make Life, and also yeah. they make Ouija boards. Like, all right, well, we found out there's actually a small percentage of our fans are Satanists. It's actually like eight percent. So we got to do something for them. Why not make a Ouija board? Now that's a good idea. I would love to be in that board meeting. Well, yeah. if you teach people Monopoly, then it goes hand in hand with an Ouija board, right? <laughs> I think suicide goes together with Monopoly. I lost everything. I'm bankrupt. I had fucking 20 hotels five minutes ago. Time to go But yeah, no, I mean, in general, my mother was just like, you know, I used to not be a Christian. And then uh, I got pregnant with you. And then I saw something really scary one day. I can't tell you what it is, and I never will. But that made me become a Christian while I was pregnant with you. And ever since then, I've become and i think my mother is a positive Satanist. end of story and i've lived with that narrative for the you know my entire life so it makes That's sense it, in the movie you're tying into the and and, and yeah. yeah and i'm non-communication with my biological family so i will never get you know down to the answer i think of Know, what was going on with that shit? But yeah, anyway, usually they don't like talking about that's that. That's that. So <laughs> back to you, Scott. <laughs> and I know Scott's family is also kind of. I don't know. Do you want to talk about that? Or he already has on the show. I'm gonna like pass the the football insanity right. for me to you. <laughs> well, before that, I'm just gonna say I just saw Us on Netflix. It's a new scary movie. It's about a family that has a what's it, double bangers, whatever. Like the, the family. Double yeah. gang. That's double it. Double gang. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, holy smokes, that, good. It was a good. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. It was. A, it was a really good movie. At, <clears throat> after you watch it, you're like, wow, that was a good movie. But don't think about it because if you start thinking about it, you're like. Oh, wait a second. That movie had so many goddamn holes. That movie, oh my God. It didn't make much really? sense. That, oh, that movie doesn't make any sense at all. But and when you're watching it, just watch it as like a popcorn movie. Just watch it be like, oh, okay, cool. You know, take it for, take it, it is what it is. Take it for it's what unique. it is. Yeah. It's kind of unique a little bit, right? Yeah. Like it, yeah. It, it, no one has not, not really have, has done that. So it's really good the way they. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a new, it's a it's new. A kind of a new thing. A new like, Maybe, but. <clears throat> No, I'm curious about that movie, and I, I really can't say too much about that movie because there are some twists in the movie, and I don't want to give anything away because it's brand new. It's on Netflix. You better watch it. But the thing is, it's just like, I think maybe the movie was like a really great movie at first, but then they had to edit it down to like two hours or to like an hour and a half or something. 
And when they did that, maybe they lost a lot of information or something. Mm-hmm. That happens sometimes. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like for example, sometimes movies have to be at a certain amount of time or whatever, right? So they have to edit a lot of like key shit out. And so the movies don't really make sense sometimes, you know? <clears throat> I think that's might have what happened for this movie. Mm-hmm. Us. Us, yeah. Us. us. Because, I mean, at the end, when you watch the, I mean, when you get to the very end, you're like, oh, that was a great movie. But then you're just like, oh, fucking, it, it completely doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It makes you spill your drink. <laughs> so. I'm just feeling drinks all over the place tonight. Yeah. Hell yeah, it's I Friday night, man. Yeah, I've been drunk for hours now. Yeah. And yeah. you guys said you weren't going to drink tonight. What's I up know. With no, no, no. When I said I wasn't going to drink, I said I wasn't going to drink like hardcore. I you wasn't going to drink. I wasn't going <laughs> to drink at all. But then, you know, my ex-husband was like, you can't borrow the car for half a day. So I was like, this is a good excuse to drink. I'm yeah. like, I'm sad. I'm going to drink <laughs> and I'm going to borrow your car. All right, Scott, your turn. Favorite movie recently? Yeah, I haven't watched anything recently, but uh, I would say like um, I really like The Nun. Oh, I know it hasn't not had good reviews or anything, but I just like the concept of religion and supernatural kind of mm-hmm. taking place. You I'm know, because I've studied it my oh, whole yeah. life, mm-hmm. and I kind of experienced kind of those situations that's why it gets to me you know yeah so i like the nun i thought it was really well done uh very good actors um and that's what makes a good horror movie scary you know like the gore and the horror and films like freddy krueger and all that stuff like yeah like like slashers and all that it's great it's bloody but Mm -hmm. you need like a good (laughs) ghost story good supernatural occult uh hereditary Mm. or anything like that just good ghost story like supernatural unexplainable that just works you know like mothman prophecies have you ever seen that? oh that my god that's one scares, of my that, another movies. one that scares the shit out of that does when he's on yes. the phone talking to the oh god uh oh injured god. cole right so it's yes so cool but this is like that movie is like based on actual reports of things happening in that town yeah but that's that makes one of them sorry going off topic but yeah we uh, love it <laughs> I, the Mothman prophecies. I think it's real. Yeah, I think it's real too. But like you know, Jersey Devil. Why not? Yeah, uh, I, I think, think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the Johnny Jersey Gale. Devil. <laughs> He's from Michigan. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely from Michigan. No, the Mothman. That yeah. was one of my first tattoos too. The moth right here. Because really? Mothman freaked me out so much. Yeah, I got this one first. Oh, that's See awesome. that little moth guy? Oh, you do. You do. Yeah. So I got that first. And you've got a and everything else was built around it. And the nun? With the uh, big old right right nun? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's the nun I was talking about. Yeah, yeah that was later. Yeah. Oh, I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's the movie we were talking about? Oh, man. It's on xvideos.com. <laughs> Dude, I got the DVD, man. That movie's old school. <laughs> Oh man! That's no, insane. actually, I I did get this off of um, X Tube. So um, when I went, I went into the tattoo parlor. This is like again, like kind of off topic from horror movies, but this was Christmas Eve, and mm. I was in uh, Phoenix, and I was like, I want like a like a masturbating nun, and the tattoo artist was like, let's find a reference. So we went on X. <laughs> and typed in like masturbating now we found this porn and then we screenshotted what looked nice and then we got this here so 
Um, whoever is out there, um, I have a portrait of you. I don't know who you are or a star girl, but there you go. Oh my god, that's a good story. Isn't that insane? She's a fucking listener. She's like, oh my god, I am a masturbating nun. I've got three movies. Oh my god. And then she watches the video on YouTube and she's like, oh my god, that's me. You guys become like best friends. That would be so awesome. That would be pretty dope. Oh my god. Mm. It could happen. Oh my gosh. Well, what I think what should happen next is us moving on to the news. We've got a lot of incredible news happening this week, a lot of bizarrely weird news, and I think that we should get into it. Um, are you guys ready to jump into the news? Yes, sir. You guys ready? You guys ready? All right, cool. Here we go. Okay, let me just fire this up. Give me two seconds, two shakes of a lamb's ass. Here we go. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to 
Mitsuya Liquors. That's right, for the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France. To New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, Got Fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, Got Fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquors. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. That's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Papa. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Shanks? <laughs> Or shakes. <laughs> I said shakes, but <laughs> uh, I'm a little faded.、Um, yeah, I'm a little out of character, but in character for the show. Parts. <laughs> yeah,、um, let's see.、Uh, Scott, you love horror, I think, more than all of us put together, including yourself. That's、so. gory horror. You don't like gory horror? No. Okay, well, then you are going to take a turn for the worst because this story is right up your alley. Oh, God. Okay. All right.、Um, human torso found in suitcase dumped at、um, Nico Golf Course. Wow. A suitcase containing human body parts was found in a vacant lot of a、um, golf course in Nico, a very abandoned place, I guess, right? And that's in Tohochiki Prefecture on Wednesday, a few days ago. Anyway, according to police, nearby residents called police and said there was a suitcase on the ground beneath the bridge near the 14th hole. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that hole wasn't running well. Anyway,、uh, as reported, police opened a suitcase and found a plastic bag containing a human torso with no head or arms. Police said other body parts were found in a sports bag nearby. The golf course hasn't been in use since 2015. Okay, I've been in the golf course.、Uh, man breaks into a、uh, no. Oh, that's the、oh, that's, story. That's the story itself. Yeah, yeah that's the story. That's it. So there's a,、uh, you know, this is actually rare in Japan. You, you just don't see this happening. But、uh, you see it. This doesn't happen. 
it really doesn't. It did happen. It that <laughs> happened. It happened. It's there. This kind of a crime is kind of unusual. Um, yeah, you know, I'm just very. I'm, it's so but, interesting that it's it very vague, though. Like, it doesn't tell you what exactly. It's, it's like, it's like yeah. which part, body it, parts. Yeah, know, it's like you know Hollywood every two seconds. Here, it's like it's so rare. Yeah. No, you know, I'm just, I'm kind of. It's funny that right. the body parts were actually in sports bags. Yeah, in a nearby, but what body parts? Well, probably everything except for the torso. Where's the head? <laughs> that's what I want to know. That's well, you keep the that head if you're a psycho killer. Right. You know, I mean, that's the trophy. I guess so. I mean, you, well, you want to keep the head. The most important part is missing. This, and this is very like the wiener. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> Beat me to it. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway, <laughs> the most important part is missing. But we don't know what they found. But anyway, this the torso was found. It's that's kind of creepy. You know, in Japan, 2015, bacon flop. New decomposing? Yeah, well, it was obviously decomposing. Um, I think probably it's relatively fresh. No, I want to say well, I mean, how often do people go to abandoned places in Japan? Like right by like where were we Could live? Be a bag of bones. It could be, yeah. It yeah. could be really, really old. But the thing is, just is like we live near um, this like, yeah, what we call it, an apartment complex right down the street, and it's huge. It's massive. It holds maybe like 180 apartments, right? And it's been abandoned there for like what 15 years or so. It's like all falling apart. It's decrepit, and it's in the middle of like this really nice, super wealthy neighborhood, and it's just right there. And there could be like a million different like uh sports bags in there full of like who knows god god knows who knows what you never know yeah, yeah. Jeez. so it's just like i mean I, the thing is like nobody goes there because they got these huge fences and there's all these signs that say don't go in there there's cameras or whatnot so i mean shit dude who knows i mean this bag could be from probably 2015 we don't know oh. why would you deliberately just put a bag yeah body parts like on a the 14th to, hole. To send a message because it's a golf course. Otherwise, you do it in you yeah. Know, but it's abandoned. Like, yeah. Fuck you, golfers. Here's a message to you. Abandoned mountain. You know, right, but this is a, an abandoned golf course that exactly. hasn't been used since 2015. Yeah, because there was mm. some connections there. Why would you put a bag there? Because this guy fucked up. Yeah. This guy probably fucked up. Like, wouldn't you just put it in the hole? Usually, <laughs> <laughs> like body parts. Oh, one motherfucker! You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's funny that I mean, if they could be like take the time to disassemble somebody, they might they as well like smart with that, right? Yeah, they you know, bury it. You know, sense. put a little bit of lime on top of it or something. We've also seen the movie Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think yeah, it was? Yakuza, serial killer, or romance? Romance, obviously. Dude, because nobody's going to take the time to do that much damage except for fucking like a, a disgruntled lover or fucking an ex-husband or ex-wife or something, dude. Seriously, if fucking like if, if anybody's pissed off at somebody, they're just going to fucking be like, ah, stabby, stabby, stabby or something like that. And then just leave the body there. But I mean, this kind of a situation, somebody's like really pissed off. I'm assuming ex-husband, ex-wife, ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend or fucking we just talked about the audition. Yeah, totally. That's what I'm saying. So you think there's a serial killer in Nico? Well, I'm thinking like, yeah, maybe there's somebody there that you should definitely not date. <laughs> Be careful. Be careful on Tinder and Grinder faders. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so next story. Um, okay, I'll get into the next story. Oh, it's a little fucking long. God damn it. I always get the long ones. Okay, here we go. Thanks. Yeah. I was like... 
Two sentences. <laughs> Two sentences. Okay. I'm happy with that. You're happy with it? Okay, okay. Here we go. A man breaks into school to recover stuff teacher took from him 40 years ago. 40 years ago. Okay. <clears throat> Tokyo. Growing up, pretty much everyone has been in a classroom where a student gets caught with something they shouldn't have been brought to school, and the teacher confiscates the item. Same thing happened to me. It was a skateboard. My teacher beat me up. Uh, the common scenario played out one day at a junior high school in the town of Mikasa in Japan's northern prefecture of Hokkaido with a male student whose name hasn't been released, who we'll call Tom. Not Tardo. Tardo. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. It's not clear what exactly was confiscated from Tardo, Tardo, Tom, Tardo. <laughs> but whatever it was, he wanted it back. So last week, while the school was closed for winter vacation, Tardo, accompanied by his girlfriend, snuck into the school with uh, his eventual goal for the caper being to recover his contraband. The two managed to get inside one of the school's staff rooms, but it wasn't long until an employee who was on the premises heard them talking loudly and called the police to report their intruders. Obviously, to the approach of the law enforcement, the couple was still in the school when the officers arrived on the scene and arrested them for trespassing. Very oblivious. Yes, yes, yes. Amateurs. Getting the police involved was opposed to calling the couple's parents and telling them to come and pick up their misbehaving children might seem like overkill. Overkill. Good band. As many arresting... Motorhead overkill. Oh, that's a good one, too. As many arresting them instead of suspending them from school. The thing is, though, Taro is 63 years old and his girlfriend is 58. Yes, both of them attended the school they broke into. That is hilarious. But they also both graduated from it well over 40 years ago. I want my skateboard back. That's love right there. I love it. <laughs> That's a good love story. Aww. Oh, my God. Sid and Nancy. Um, life doesn't seem to have taken the pair far from the childhood homes as they both live in Iwaimizawa, the city neighboring Mikasa to the east. Mikasa. Mikasa Esukasa. <laughs> the Irechi Tardo fell from having whatsoever, no, whatever his teacher took from him also appears to still be something he holds close to his heart. Do you think it's like a Walkman? <laughs> so long ago. I want my Walkman back. It was ACDC's first release. Um, considering the lengths he went to uh, his attempt to recover it. It's unclear whether or not he expected the trading card, dirty magazine, Game Boy, or whatever the item was to still be sitting in the storage closet after more than four decades, but he also said he was hoping to find his teacher's contact information in the school's files, perhaps in order to personally ask him to return it. Or whatever it was, this teacher does not have his motherfucking dirty magazine. That's <laughs> what a fucking idiot, man. This guy was fucked up, dude. 40 years ago. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ, dude. Yeah, seriously, man. Oh, my God. Still considering... it's romantic. Well, he went there with this girlfriend. That's kind of hot. Oh, my God. You think they were doing it when the cops came? Yes. Oh, yeah. In the closet. Very oh, slowly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smoking uh, in the boys. He, he was looking for the back. 
Oh man, he, he was needing it. Still concerning his current age, it seems like the wiser thing for Taro to do would have been to simply call the school or walk in like a fully grown adult and politely ask for his stuff back. As for <laughs> why he didn't. Are those glasses for blind people? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> no, I think it was uh, really, maybe really, really better with that one. <laughs> No, he didn't. No, I'm fucked up. But both Taro and his girlfriend were intoxicated at the time. Bingo. Um, of their arrest. So it seems like this may be the case of two people uh, reminiscing about their student days while getting both liquored and worked up. Faded. Yeah, getting fucking faded. Then deciding, quote, we should break into the school and get my stuff back. End quote. All right, I'm not reading any more. That's fucking enough. You guys got it. Holy still more. <laughs> I'm not gonna read another paragraph. You guys fucking got it. I'm fucking. Oh up. my goodness! What happened? <laughs> a romance story about people breaking into a school forty years later to find their old belongings. Right? Yeah, that's basically exactly. Well, that's exactly what it is. They get arrested. Of course, they get arrested. How yeah. long is a term for that? Trespassing. trespassing. Oh, it trespassing. should be nothing. Yeah, for old. Right. Yeah. God, I love it. How come nobody loves me? Okay, next story. Well, have you have you in a significant other of your past have ever gotten in serious trouble with the law? Not to actually wait, maybe no. I should answer. Like a this. Bonnie no, and Clyde situation? Yeah, kind of. Nah, no, never. Yeah. Never? Never. No one loves me that much. Yeah, <laughs> same. Well, no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> No, okay, no, no, for no, me, no, no comment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I got in trouble once. Oh, I no, it was in good trouble. I know. Okay, okay, all right. Very, very short, long story. Short. That's not that long of a story. Okay, I was fucking 16. I was in my car. It was after fucking some kind of a school dance. I was with like uh, this girl that I just kind of started dating. We fucking went into this parking lot behind this, uh, this abandoned, it wasn't an abandoned building, but it's like this old building or whatever. We're there, we're making out and stuff, and uh, things got a little bit um, not, all right, it wasn't a home run. It wasn't, yeah, it was a little steamy. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like the Titanic. There's no halls, <laughs> no hands on the windows or anything. But um, yeah, fucking like we're in the middle of something, and all of a sudden the cops showed up, and when the cops showed up or whatever, they, they fucking showed up and they're, they're being dicks. They're fucking banging on the, the windows and they're like, get out of the car. We got out of the car and we're like half naked. And uh, fucking the cop asked the girl, he goes, who is this guy? And uh, they said, is he your boyfriend? And she said, yes. And then after that, we started dating for two years. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, it's kind of a good story. See, yeah. I didn't have but she broke my heart by that. cheating on me with my pet. I'm just joking. <laughs> that's a different story. That's but no. a true story. Oh, see, story. I didn't have any of that. I didn't even go on my first date until I was 18 years old. Because I was uh-huh. such a, like, I was such a, like, depressed, weird goth kid in high school that, like, I had no, like, avenue for boys. So 18 years old, I had my first like boys are such darkness. Yeah, 18, I had my first let's go on a dinner and I will sit there awkwardly, like a 14-year-old situation. When I was 18 years old, seriously. And like, being I, off. I, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, Wait, was this in Japan? No, in the States, in California. I, I moved I was uh 17 years old. I was in college in fucking um LA. Berkeley? No, it was like No, Berkeley is different from LA. I told one. It was no, no, Berkeley. Mar- Berkeley. Berkeley is. Dude, yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. you're getting wasted now too. <laughs> no, 
I think I switched <laughs> my drink to the Nihonshu there. is fucking yeah, dangerous. That was, that was very stupid. Yeah. Yeah, this shit is fucking awesome, dude. Holy smokes. Where'd you go, Bert? I went to Marymount College, oh, okay. which was a, like a ripoff of uh, Marymount Loyola. Mm. So um, so I'm drunk on my can and say Loyola. Yeah, just but, edit, edit this part. Hey, we're motherfucking streaming. Oh, my God. Berkeley and L.A.? Jesus yeah, but Christ. anyway, nonetheless, it was like this yeah. like shit college for like people with like rich parents, and um, they were like shitbag kids, so mm. I went there. That years. was Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, okay, so I did one year of college. I got kicked out after one year for drugs. Anyway, nonetheless... Um, I was there for a year, and yeah, you know, it was like my first dating experiences. Mm. High school? 17. Uh, couldn't do it. Couldn't same. Do it. same. Uh, I didn't yeah. ever date in high school myself. Uh, oh, yeah, only boom, the sad people. <laughs> when I was 24, it was like my first, like, yes. kind of date. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I can relate to that for sure. Okay, well, I'm not going to give my experiences at all. <laughs> when he was 13, he raped some... No! Some oh, no, 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 don't do that shit out No, fucking, no, no, fucking, dude, it's Michigan, there's nothing else to do it, so we're fucking... The movie audition is based on tonight. Dayton. <laughs> <laughs> You bastard. You bastard. All right. All right. Next story. Anyways. Yes. Uh, Next new story. Right. So this is going to be the last podcast we do for a while. Okay. Let's see. I'm um, fired already. Oh, God. No. All right. This is about postal workers. Okay. Let's go postal. <laughs> let's go postal. Postal worker arrested for dumping 7,000 undelivered mail items, including vaccination tickets. Oh, okay. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> this story takes place in Osaka. Surprised this hasn't happened in America, right? Or no, I'm, I'm sure it happens in America. Because America doesn't do this system. <laughs> Sorry. Who needs vaccinations anyway? I'm not anti-vaccination, but I'm also anti-life at the same time. So totally different. There's my stance. <laughs> Everyone's totally like, different than the like coronavirus vaccine. So 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 All right, police in Tondabayashi City, Osaka Prefecture. What? Oh, prefecture. Uh, prefecture have arrested a 20-year-old post office employee on suspicion of violating the Japan Postal Act. After he disposed of around seven thousand pieces of uh, delivered mail, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was, this, this story would be much better if it was bodies, but it's fucking mail. Or do you think it was in a golf course? <laughs> yeah, golf course. I wish. Yeah. Police said that Hara has admitted to the charge, and Sake Shimbu reported he was quoted as telling the police it was tiresome to deliver the mail. So I took them in my car and threw them away. Yeah, I'm tired of my job, so fuck this. You know, how many professions can actually do that? Like, a cook's like, you know what? I'm fucking sick of all this food. I'm not going to cook it. Or a dishwasher's like, I'm sick of these dishes. I'm not going to do it. You know, that's crazy, right? It reminds me of the, uh, it recently just happened. Antonio Brown from uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers quit right on the field. He uh, took his pads off and said, fuck you guys. Go to home. <laughs> right in the middle of the game. Made this, is money. this is this is it. This, this is the world we're living in right now, where you can just say "fuck it." Fuck it. I'm going home. I'm taking a half day. I'm taking. I'm, I'm going home. Yeah, going cool. home. It's a beautiful thing. 
And then he said, some of the discarded mail contained vaccination tickets set by the local municipal uh, governments to citizens to be inoculated against the COVID-19 situation. No so, wonder we're all fucked Somewhere, right but there's probably like two. Because, hey. <laughs> you know, Japan's so late in sending those out. They probably didn't send them out. Sorry. Oh, maybe. Uh, don't be and, no, I'm so anti-bags because I'm so anti-life. Okay, anyway, nonetheless, police said Hara anti-bags mail in a wooded area in Sakai City's Nihara Ward on January 16th. He was seen by a passerby who contacted the police. That passerby is like, um, police, I just saw a, a guy wearing a male uniform and he was putting mail in the ground. <laughs> Far away from mailboxes. Dude, I would love to see that fucking narc. Like, what the fuck? If a fellow soldier being narked on, I'd be like, oh, hell no. And this dude's throwing away mail. Come on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck, man. Good for him. All right. Hara told police he started taking undelivered items home on him because he couldn't be bothered delivering them. All right, fine. If it was my cat litter not being, uh, you know, delivered being bothered to be delivered, then I'd be upset. Yeah. You know, nothing ever good comes from the post office anyway. True that. You know what? Mm -hmm. it's, it's all about, you owe me this, pay your taxes, or there's nothing good. There's nothing good, except for the cat litter. And then the end of the story, here it says... Oh, that's not you, It says 4,000 pieces of mail were found at his home. Do you think he read any of it? <laughs> <laughs> like love letters I don't think those come anymore <laughs> these days yeah uh, if, if it does then you're considered a serial killer yeah probably or a stalker man because the thing is it's like who writes or puts anything in the mail anymore you know I mean it's yeah. just like it's all Amazon that's it yeah. Well, it's the vaccination certificates and oh, the those, like yeah, there's probably like a couple of them. You know, after my ex-husband won't let me borrow my car, I can't take Catler home. I have to deliver that shit. But that's from a different service, though. It's from actually from UPAC. Guaranteed. Right. Well, it's not post office. Post office is government control. It's all about... Oh, I see. See, Trust I did, being I a don't pay or... attention. <laughs> I see none of this. This goes over my head because, you know, I'm drunk all the time. So. No, it's because... Part of my business, knowing all these things. But yeah, yeah, getting in on this. That's smart. Yeah, I understand. Eighty-year-old man arrested. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, this one is yours, man. All right. So is this, is this two sentences again? <laughs> so I, right. I think it's one line. One line. Eighty-year-old man arrested for stalking a seventy-six-year-old sexy woman. <laughs> right? You know, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that, but that's pretty it's weird. 80-year-old man arrested for stalking a 76-year-old woman. I mean, you got to think that. walks faster? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you think they had walkers? Right. <laughs> just wondering. Like, how are you stalking him? Well, I'll never make it to that age, but I wish someone would feel that way about me. When I I'm wish I could stalk somebody that age. I wish when I'm 76, which will never happen, someone will do that to me. Yeah, do you think she was single? Because I mean, if I was single at 76, you know, I mean, if I was like pretty much at the end of the line, and somebody's like, hey, I love you. I wouldn't be like, no, no, you're not good enough for me. Dude, I'd be like, dude, I would take anything I could get at 76 yeah. years old. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Do you have a Viagra? <laughs> the guy's like, yeah. I'm like, do you have condoms? The guy's like, no. I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know? Yeah, I'm going to die. Anyway. Mm. So, yeah, this girl, I don't know what she was thinking. 
All right, moving forward. Oh, well, let's see what it says. Oh, no. Here we I go. There was just a headline. Jeez. Yeah, all right. Okay. An 80-year-old man has been arrested in suspicion of stalking a 76-year-old woman at her workplace. What? In, yeah, in Tohochi Prefecture. Is she working? Yeah, why is she working? She's so working. This, is, this story is so bizarre, man. Yeah. We're in the Twilight Zone tonight. According to police, Obakasan violated a restraining order after he went into a restaurant where the woman was working on January 14th. That's sad. Uh, yeah, Fuji TV reported that. The woman had previously filed a complaint about her about the stalking her, resulting in a straining order being issued. Damn, that's all we have for the story. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. It's, that's crime in Japan. That is insane. 76 are working at it. Oh God, dude. What about her pension? I meant the crime is still working in Japan. Oh, geez. Oh. Yeah, no, man. This is a, uh, well. A 76-year-old lady, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty flattered that she has it together. You know, because a lot of people that are like in their 70s and 80s. That's, I mean, that's like, this guy's stalking her, man. Like, she's still a young pup. For him, well, 76, 77, 78, for the four years. Wow, that is weird, man. So, basically, maybe this guy's been a stalker his whole life. At 80 years old, maybe he's getting rusty. <laughs> Probably less. <laughs> like 20 years ago, this guy was on his fucking game. Probably <laughs> less the body parts at the golf course. Oh, God. You think that's the same guy? He's like, I, I lost something. Well, where's the shit that was in my trunk? <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of stuff in the trunk. It was, it was right in my sports bag. Uh, I have a lot of sports bags. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go visit Betsy. She got me. Oh, my God. It's so funny. So he, he was walking across her uh, restaurant, right? And he's got a walker. He's 80 years old. So but basically him walking across the restaurant probably took like 20 minutes. It's like, uh, uh. she's like, there he is. He's still there. 20 minutes. She looks out. She goes, oh, that son of a bitch. He's halfway across. It's like Slender Man or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's hilarious. Okay. Here we go. Next story. Okay. Okay, um, ex-nun, no, yes. <laughs> gotcha. ex-nurse arrested for mixing psychoactive drugs in colleagues' water. Um, this story took place in Sendai. Police in Sendai, Miyagi Prefecture have arrested a 53-year-old former nurse on suspicion of mixing psychoactive drugs in her former colleague's water bottle. Oh, that's bad. According to police, uh, Midori Shibasaki, who is currently unemployed, allegedly mixed the drugs in her 54-year-old colleague's water bottle on October 9th last year. Senki Shimbun reported, the victim became drowsy after drinking the tainted water and suffered impaired uh, consciousness. Prior to the incident, the nurse consulted with her... Impaired consciousness? Impaired consciousness. Does that make sense? Impaired yeah. consciousness. Yeah, it makes sense. It sounds like the name of like a black metal band. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, prior to the incident, the nurse consulted with the superiors. Yeah. So Impaired consciousness. That could be the name of a movie. Yeah. Uh, please oh, yeah. about experiencing extreme drowsiness during working hours that had plagued her for about a month. Holy shit. She went to the cops. She's like, cops, I'm tired. Please <laughs> I would just go to one of the doctors and be like, dude, I'm fucking tired all the time, man. I'm just really tired. Police suspected that Shibasaki, who has denied the charge, 
may have tainted her colleague's water on more than one occasion. They're looking into how she might have acquired the drugs and whether there was any trouble between the two women in the work or personal lives. Oh, you, you don't say. Uh, please said Obata has denied no, the charge. Obata is the same stalker guy. <laughs> is it really? They might be related. Oh my, it's like a family of stalkers. Holy smoke. You know, I do a lot of news on this show. You guys mm-hmm. might not go with this, but I do a lot of connection there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go back into the previous episodes and see how many Obatas we got that are uh, committing these kind of crimes. Uh, mm-hmm. Please stop me, Obatas. Please put something in my water. Please. No, don't I'm do that. Bored every day. I'm no. No stalking. Dude, I don't want impaired. Con- no, I don't want the stalking. I want the impaired consciousness. You got the impaired consciousness. You're drinking Budweiser's. Yeah, but a little something extra. Something. No. No. All right. Please send Denied the charges and quoted him as saying, "Quote: I didn't go into the restaurant. I was just pet. What the fuck happened here? No, this is from the previous story. Oh, this got fucked up. Okay, so that last <laughs> to say it's connected. <laughs> yeah, it's connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doctor arrested for filming a girl's skirt. Everything. Wow, <laughs> oh, God, your stories are all fucked up. Just like gosh, it's Friday night, Peters. If you're not getting baited with us, uh, well, you should be." Okay, so here we go. Missy, this is the last story. Wait, wait, okay. cheers, cheers to Obata. Cheers. Obata sound. Oh, any more booze? No. Nope. Oh, God damn it. Oh, we're going to kill this bottle. Yeah. You're going to kill that bottle. I'm going to kill this bottle. One yes, sip. Sir. Right, cheers. Come on. Cheers. Obata. It is really good, Nihonshu. It's like the best. Oh, my God. I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. Desai. Doesn't that mean bad words in Japanese? Um, Desai, like, like, well, no, if there's like one S, Desai means like tacky or taboo. But it's it's just Desai, it's a family name. All right. Upskirt. You're Mr. Title of something. Oh my God, I didn't drop the list. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Doctor arrested for filming up girl skirt. Okay. Police in Kashihara, Nara Prefecture, have arrested a 38-year-old doctor on suspicion of taking an upskirt video of a 17-year-old high school girl on a train station escalator. According to the police, the incident occurred at around 8 p.m. on Friday, Sake Shibun reported. Police said Masanori Furukaro, a doctor in the gastroenterological medicine department at Nara Medical University Hospital is accused of standing behind the girl on the escalator of Yamatoya something station and using his smartphone to film up her skirt. Wasn't that smart of a phone, actually? Yeah. My God, a fucking doctor that needs to do this outside of his office. He should have just been a gynecologist. What's wrong with him? I'm just yeah. wondering if there's that. You need to be a deputy gynecologist. I wonder if it was the iPhone because you get good what, quality on that. What a silly, silly man. Anyway, Terrible. The, the girl told police that she sensed something was strange with, uh, behind her and turned around and saw that Furukawa was was doing something to her. She called out for help <laughs> from the train station Good staff. Police said that uh, the doctor has admitted to the charge and quoted him as saying he gets turned on by seeing high school girls wearing underwear. 
So he admitted that right away. So, and these yeah. people are our doctors, you know, so well, care for your life. <laughs> well, he's a gastroenterologist, which is what? That's like a, a stomach that's doctor? Like, that's their shit, man. Well, that, well, that's exactly, well, yeah, that's what he studies. Yeah. He's a gastroenterologist. He yeah. studies shit. Yeah, so you have some retard pervert doing surgery on your stomach. Next thing you know, you're fucking dead. Fuck that noise. No, I think that's opposite. I think you're like going into the hospital, you're almost dead, and then the pervert like just looks at you and then fixes you. Yeah, I don't know. Well, then you got a medical too. Shut up your ass. That sounds bad. Yeah, this is pretty bad. Now, this is a bad doctor. This yeah, is a bad, bad. doctor. Yeah. That's obviously a pedophile thing. Something's wrong. Yeah, I, 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 so. I wouldn't like him investigating my guts. I'll tell you that. <sighs> I want him touching my balls. <laughs> so, I'm trying to make this funny somehow, but I'm really faded. I'm, I'm like, oh, there's got to be an angle here somewhere. Um, yeah, the guy should have been a gynecologist. I mean, if he's a gynecologist, I mean, shit, dude. I mean, he, he can, do, you, can do that all day. Dude, yeah. You don't even need a, like nothing. You can, I mean, yeah. yeah. Totally. I mean, we've all been the doctor. Let's be honest. Most doctors don't like their jobs. You go to the doctor, the doctor's like, oh, hello. Okay, great. All right, please have a seat here. Da, 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 da. And you know the doctor's dead inside. He's been doing this fucking job for fucking 30 years and shit. He's t- he said all his jokes. He's done all the fucking things he's ever done. I mean, for, for you to come in and be like, yo, listen, I got a sore throat. For you, it's like the biggest thing in the world. And the doctor's like, oh, you got a sore throat? I've done this a million fucking times. Okay, open up your tongue. Spin out your tongue. I mean, he does that shit. It's just like, I don't know, man. No, it's like, you got to... Put it this way, like if you're going to a gynecologist or a proctologist, right? Yeah. You say, hey, why don't you go behind this curtain, stick your butt out, and let me put my finger in your butt or something, right? So with the girls, is a curtain? But like, you can actually request the curtain to be removed or... um, (laughs) I want a disco ball. Since you're (laughs) private, you want it shut down, right? Like you want it covered. And they actually ask you those things. Mm-hmm. I know this, but uh, I don't know this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, no one's I think you like... do know, Scott. <laughs> I do know. I think you know quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I do. But uh, I'm saying, like, you have those choices. Do you want? No, do you no want one's me Do you want the curtain or no curtain? Know? Right? Like, I guess if like you don't have a choice, you have to be weary of the doctor. Because... How many choices they give you? They're like. Do you want me to use a condom? You're like, well, yes. What? Yeah. Well, clearly. <laughs> Sorry, all the gynecologists I went to. I have to <laughs> all right. Well, all of my doctors, yeah. I, I didn't have curtain courtesy situations. I'm just like, do I have AIDS doc or not? Exactly. <laughs> but like if somebody's doctors, like, you know, clinics or something, yeah. Yeah, everything's different. They ask you if you want a curtain or do you want to be like, you know, private or unprivate. Okay. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> to make sure. I'm private. To make sure they're not putting. private a word. <laughs> yeah, I thought <laughs> Nothing's going in your ass. Yeah, your, 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 your... yeah. It's like no doctor. It made me feel so yeah. much better if it was less. But it's true. It's Please true. Here. Let's go it's back. Yeah. Really, yeah. you do that? Of course. I don't know what they is do. Is the curtain this. red? Is yes. it like the Muppets where they get the red curtain behind? I don't know. I just heard a story the other day. I'm a girl. I've never been to a gynecologist by myself. But like when actually when uh, my wife uh, was pregnant and. There's a curtain. They're like, oh, do you want this curtain open or shut? They ask you that. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, open because I don't want you to put anything in my 
ass or something. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what you're putting in me. And the guy's like, oh shit. Let's edit this out. But yeah. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to edit a lot of the stuff yeah. you say out. <laughs> no, I don't mind, but um but some people do. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I don't mind not editing this out. That's oh, I meant by like not minding the curtain. Yeah, <laughs> like no one like, says. I don't mind the curtain. Yeah, Actually, have, don't edit this. That does Go not. That, I want to see that's, this curtain. That's not real. Everyone gets the curtain, and I see it this one. No, you, 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 you want to have the curtain open. Does no, the curtain have no, shades? No, yeah. The curtain's always there. Nobody says let's get rid of the curtain because the curtain's always there. Curtain doesn't stop anything. Curtain don't move. I bet you. The curtain. <laughs> just, just so you know, the curtain's just for your face. So the only reason yeah, for your face, yeah. Then like, you no know, one like, says, "Do you want me to see your face as I do my face?" Hey, you say that. Nobody in my life. Right. No one. Yeah, maybe not your life. In many, many countries. Wait, are we still talking about a gynecologist? <laughs> there is no fucking option to remove the. the this no is a horror show, so we have to keep it. <laughs> there is no option. Should we remove the face curtain? It's just there. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so right now, now I'm now I'm thinking. I don't no, know there, there is because curtain. I was told this the other day. <laughs> I actually asked the person I'm with <laughs> because I mean. you know you you see these things on they don't other not. places. Yeah, but no. All right, right. Let's picture this. You're seeing the chair, right? And the curtain is like neck up curtain. Yeah. Wait, the curtain only covers your face? Yes. That's yes. like a scary movie. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I thought the curtain covered like your upper body. No, and that's so you don't feel bad about the doctor. Yeah, you're pocket. not embarrassed or something. No, and the doctor. See the doctor. So the wait, doctor the curtain proceeds. covers your face, so you all you see is the curtain. Yeah. And then the doctor is like, why don't you just put on some fucking goggles? Well, goggles or curtain. But I'm saying no there's doctor, a choice. No doctor they give you goggles? Ever, no doctor ever says, do you want to open the curtain? And then see yeah, my no face. No way. It's you guys Remember, if you want to make a lot of fucking money, go to Fukuoka and open an international bar there. Yeah. If you do that, just fucking, you're going to make so much fucking money. Yes. And I think that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to go there. We're going to open, I'm going to open like, I'm going to open a Spanish bar. You can open a Norwegian bar. You can open up a Hungarian bar. I'm going to open a gynecologist clinic right there. Yeah. 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 So, what, what kind of curds are you going to have? Indiglo? No options. <laughs> no curtain. 
<laughs> but we're going, there are no curtains. So just remember, yeah, Fukuoka, that's a place to open the bar. All right, faders, thank you so much for tuning into this most faded episode. Thank you very much. Um, Yes, if you want to know more about Got Fitted Japan, you can definitely go to our iTunes, you can go to our Facebook, you can go to our Twitter, you can go to our TikTok, you can go anywhere. Uh, just Google Got Fitted Japan, we're all over the internet. Um, usually we're not this faded, but uh, it's Friday night and uh, Tokyo. Actually, we're always this faded. Well, we're halfway this faded. But just not a camera. Well, yeah, well, that's true. But the thing is, it's just like right now, Tokyo is on a fucking lockdown. Everything's shut down again and shit. So basically, there's nothing else to do except for getting fucked up with your friends. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're getting fucked up. And um, actually, we got to kill the rest of this bottle, that bottle, and the fucking six pack upstairs. And we're going to call it. We're going to call more Ubers. Yes. And order more beers. More yes. <laughs> yeah. That's how yeah. we roll. Friday yeah. Night. Friday motherfucking night. Thank you so much Thank for you. tuning into this episode. And also, if you want to support the show, go to our Patreon and fucking tell a friend. Tell all your friends. Post this show everywhere on your SNS and um, be like, dude, I listen to these drunk assholes. It's so fucking hilarious. And uh, we appreciate it. Anyway, I gotta get the fuck out of here because I gotta drink more. Yeah, what are you doing? Get out of here. Check out my bag. I'm fucking mad at your friends. Check out my bag. Breakdown. Damn, being super weird. What the fuck are you doing? Kiss me. No. God, this is fucking. Jesus Christ, what a weird end of the episode. Get the fuck out of here. All right, we're out of here. Peace. Bye. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Out of the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.